Gundam style, everyone. Welcome to Wow Cool Robot, a Gundam podcast, regrettably. I'm Max, and I use he, him pronouns. I'm Julia, I use she, her pronouns. This show might be bad now, bye. I'm Jared, or Jay, I use he and him pronouns, and they, them pronouns, and these are some of the best episodes of this show. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. I That's my <laughs> biggest fucking takeaway. I'm tired. So, I, I would like to kick off and say, hi, I'm back. I'm back to normal. Um, I'm now retiring from all the money I've made from the successful movie Pixels 2, where I reprise the role of Max Headroom. Um, <laughs> also, uh, what if it was called Gundam Wig? <laughs> and all the pilots were uh, I queens. told you not to do this one! It's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, credit to uh, Colin Wig. and Sarah, previous hosts of the show, for those jokes. Thank you. I'm saluting. It's good. I like it. Uh, I, I quite like it. Um, this show truly did snatch our wigs, didn't it? Oh, we gotta leave. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, there's so much to be said. There's so much that we can say in preface, but honestly, I feel like it's all going to come out during this episode. So, yeah, I say. Also, mm. just jumping in ahead of the curve. If I sound a little wacky, um, my throat's a little scratchy. So. I'm going to try not to yell too much or cough too much. <laughs> I mean, co- coughing, I can't edit out. Yelling, can't do much about. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, hey, fucking Jay, kick us off to that first episode summary. That's going to be episode 46. <laughs> Miliardo's Decision. Trey's makes his way into space and he brand- with a brand new mobile suit. Uh, let me check my notes really quick. It's actually the Tall Geese 2. Dude, ah! hero, quote unquote, sneaks onto the Libra to get Ravina, get her off board, and then also confront Zex in person. Um, Miliardo, Zex, very interchangeable at this point also. Trey's gets his forces in place and flies solo to challenge Zex to a duel. Um, he speaks to Ravina, uh, Miliardo, Zex, speaks to Ravina and Hero about their ideals and then chooses not to duel Trey's. Miliardo then fires the Libra Cannon on Trey's, who is saved by Lady Un, of all people. The war is on, and uh, we'll explain that last part in a bit. <laughs> She's back! Jeez, this, this episode is just, just fucking nutso. Just from the beginning to the end. Everything happens so much. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm really glad that we did it like this where we're doing we're doing four episodes to finish the tv show because if we did yeah. it like how we did it for zeta where we just did two and two i like would have gone fucking crazy yeah like, no i think <laughs> this makes a lot more sense just kind of like round it out rather than wait another week for the last two yeah mm-hmm. i think it works it works um oh, jesus christ let's see yeah so talkies two gotta say i don't like it as much as talkies one agreed the blue is I... not as good as the like white and gold I think Tall Geese 2 is a sideways step. It's not forward or backward. I like the gold crest on top instead yes. of the red centurion mm-hmm. crest. I do like the very dramatic red eye lines that we get on stuff like the Destiny and the Crossbone Gundam. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also just think it's very funny because he's just he's just wearing Trey's coat. That's what the blue is. Yeah. The blue goes down to the waist skirts, so it's like a tailed suit jacket. Mm-hmm. It's, it's phenomenal um it's very funny i do think it's just a lot of blue with like nothing to offset it though yes that's i think that it, it 
two design notes here. It needs to mix in a little bit of white into the blue and a little bit of like gray or black into the blue. And yes. I really, it's very distracting. And the Tall Geese does this too, where, you know how the Leos have that kind of like, uh, it's like sort of like this ribbed coil, like going around like yes. the sides yeah. and back of their head. Yeah, it's a shit color on this. It's it's orange and it totally clashes yeah. with the yellow of the crest, it's especially really if you look at the art of the Tulgies too, where the crest or, or the the sort of yellowish chest fence look more of the color mm-hmm. of the gold crest than the orange head coil thing. So it looks like yeah. three different shades of yellow or orange, and it's just like pick one, just it's, pick one. It's not great, yeah. I think that, and especially when you get the up close shot, you have. The white of the armor, yellow of the crest, green of the Here's, eyes, red of the sort of like tears, orange of it's just it's just a lot. It's a lot. The um, I, I do want to point out instead of having a blue visor, uh, like the other tall geese does, this one has green like Gundam eyes. Yeah, as well. It's that that is that is a very I I like that it goes back to eyes because I mean the tall geese. Oh no, just kidding. The tall geese was just a fake visor over. Yep, a Leo just over face. the sensor. But mm-hmm. they, they, I think they effectively built a Gundam head for this tall geese, yep. which if they did, they did. If they didn't, they didn't. I'm sure the construction of like the model kits and everything is the same Leo like camera sensor behind mm-hmm. the probably. Face and mask. it's just, yeah, it's just eyes instead of a <clears throat> visor. But um, I don't even know if this has any like actual upgrades over the tall geese. I think it's just a tall geese that Trey's painted in his colors because it still has it is literally just the tall geese again. Yeah, there's yeah. no difference. So it's really the tall geese 1.1 instead of the tall geese 2. Yeah. Oh well, I think that's, it's a tall geese uh, too because I don't like it as much. <laughs> tall geese too because it's shit. It's, this is uh, not my beautiful goose. <laughs> if only there was like maybe a third tall geese that could sort of redeem it, but impossible to say. Impossible. There um, will never be a tall geese three eating. You cereal. say this as you're eating a big bowl of cereal. <laughs> I'm all fucking vibrating right now. I need you to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, lest we fucking forget, Trace's whole thing is that. War is bad unless you're doing it in person, in which case it fucking beats ass. Um, yeah. I, I miss it. when wars were part of civility and fucking chivalry. Again, this man needs to find out about sports. <laughs> <laughs> if Trace Kushernata had a fantasy football team, none of this would have happened. It's true. Right. Give this man literally any sort of distraction. He needs something. So we... We see Trey's on his way, like, out to space, and we see him a couple times, and I think Julia mentioned this, if not Max, in the Discord, but, like, the animation's weird. Like, his he doesn't look right. It's, so there's a couple things it's... in this specific episode, like, Duo yeah. doesn't look like Duo in certain places, mm-hmm. and there's a couple angles we see of Trey's and the Gundam coming up that's like, this is just some other brown-haired dude. Not a Gundam, but go on. Oh my god, I'm gonna shit. You mean that? You mean that Gundam, as a series that famously has production issues, had an issue with production <laughs> causing the sort of quality of the animation to dip a little yeah, bit? Yeah, and, and I'm fucking mad about it. Yeah, it's it, it it's it, yeah, especially I can tell for it's got production issues because these last four fucking episodes happen. I, I do want to point out. <laughs> Um, we get this shot of like Trey's leaving Earth, and it's kind of dramatic because it's yes. like oh, it's very dramatic. whole thing. And it just cuts over to a hospital room with Lady yeah. Un in it. Yeah. And so it's just like, hey, by the way, do you fucking remember Lady Un? And well, I was like, no, I it's, had forgotten. It's so... F- I, I forgot, but I saw her and I did a Leo point and I hooted a holler and clapped like a train. So I love Lady point? Un. But 
the fucking next scene is this Oz hanger, and you see some <laughs> mechanics working on like the recovered wing Gundam, and they're like, "Well, shit! Now that Trace has left Earth, no, no one else remains on the planet who can pilot this." And it's just like, "Yeah, come on, Lady on no shit one. eyes open." Yeah, there's no one that could possibly take this Gundam, right? It would it would only take a girl boss of the highest caliber to pilot this bad boy out of the atmosphere. God damn. <laughs> uh, um. We we learned that Hero took off uh, in a, a sort of shuttle, just no gun yeah. or anything, to Libra to rescue it's Relina. This, um, this nice moment of all the boys like chatting. I love this and, scene. And I love this scene. It's everyone so good. just kind of goes around the room and they're like, "Well, are you surprised he took off?" And they're like, "No." What about nah. you? Are you surprised he <laughs> took off? And Duo is like the only person who's like, "Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm kind of like angry. You guys all have so much faith in him. He's not infallible." Duo is like the only person saying that, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, after finding out that Hiro went to go save Relina, Wufei is like, I thought he was the most reasonable among us. <laughs> and then Troa looks at him and says, listen, if he brings Relina back here, just don't fucking say anything. Just don't open your mouth. <laughs> Chang Wufei, once in your fucking life, do not practice misogyny. Please, right? God. It's like, yeah, women's uh, feelings are hurt pretty quickly. So, like, yeah, shut up. For once? Troa drinking the respect women juice and trying to force it down Wufei's fucking throat. <laughs> They're all, like, fucking holding him down, making him, like, eat a fucking pill. <laughs> and he's doing this, like, forearm or, like, upper body I don't know. workout. It's... Every it's, single scene Wufei's in is, like, it. It, if he's not in a suit, he's doing some sort of, like, hand or arm workout. It's very funny. Yeah. Wufei always skips leg day. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't need your legs to pilot like... a suit. <laughs> um... That's true. I've played Star Fox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just cut it off at the knee. Um, <laughs> I, I think uh, um, Katra's like, no, nah, we got to stay all, we, we can't go after him. We got to stay here to defend Peace Million. And we got to, you know, let's give those two their alone time. It's nice. Yeah, that is a cute um, moment. Yeah. And Hero just fucking <laughs> cra- crashes the shuttle this into is Libra. so fucking funny. He sends out a distress signal and they're like, all right, confirm how many people on this damaged craft are alive. And Hero hangs up and then says there are no survivors and it plays the, the fucking camera. duke nukem theme <laughs> it's so bad it's so fucking stupid and then he crashes it's just yeah it's just the ship crashing into a hangar the, the, the fire like, suppression system kicks in everyone's like scrambling like 50 fucking dudes in here and he, i don't like did hero bring a libra uniform with him or did he quickly knock someone out and put their clothes For on so he could don't sneak out the audio of or the video of hero like drop kicking somebody or like karate yeah. chopping their neck so I, I i think it's based on the fact that he has the libra craft and he's saying he did in fact kill everyone that there are suits on board that he took mm. that's what i think i it's know going what that for. Out. I believe it. But sure, why, why the fuck up on not? The bridge, up on the bridge, Cans is looking around and he's like, I told you guys not to fucking let this happen again. Again? <laughs> it's so it's, good. It's it's so fucking funny. They're, they're the worst at defending this fucking battle, Jason. Um, yeah. It really, really hits home that a lot of these people are just like paramilitary personnel more than mm-hmm. anything. It's a bunch of people from the colonies who like defected. They've only read theory. <laughs> They don't do praxis. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and then Hero makes it to Relina. And it's kind of a nice reunion, a little bit. Like, this is, I think, when Hero's finally just been like, all right, whatever, I'm just going to be nice to her. It's, it's just not worth it otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of lets down the edgy facade. Um, Mostly. And he's, like, about to take her and, and, like, 
Relina thinks they're going to leave. Like, she thinks that's what Hero's whole plan is. And he's like, or she says, before we go, I want to talk to my brother one more time. And Hero's like, you're not done with him, right? Uh, well, good, because I'm not either. Cause Hero yeah, it's like Hero also wanted to talk to him, obviously. Yeah, how convenient. And up on the bridge, after the crash and everything, Zex is pissed off. And he's like, I know who crashed into us, and I'm going to go fucking find them. Yeah, it's, it's fucking tremendous. Um, Hero is, like, using Hildy's data to... This is what I don't fucking get. Presumably, literally, all Hildy's data on Libra did is show Hero where Zex's fucking weird office is. Okay, so he was yeah, he was like using the I data to scan to down Zex, but mm. it doesn't make sense why the data would do that. I, it was very confusing. Yeah, I don't know. the The point is, he uses all he ever uses that data for is to find out where Zex would be. So he goes there, and it's like a pitch black room at first, and the light. A light shines on Miliardo, and I laugh my fucking ass off. This happens three times over the course of this episode where a character is revealed, and it plays that fucking, like, stock sound effect of, like, yeah, something so being revealed. Like, like that, it cracked it's me the so hell good. up. Um, so good. While they are doing this uh, in the, like, background out in space, Trey's whole gang is pulling up to Libra. Um, and this is where we get, like... The iconic Talgis 2 pose while yeah. this is going on. It's uh, nice. It's I like, like that Standing pose. cross-handed with the Dober gun under its hands. It's um, actually quite cool. It, mm-hmm. it is very cool. It's like one of the few cool things the Talgis 2 does. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I think it like it, Dorothy is like trying to get people ready for battle, but she also doesn't want to command anything until Zex gives the okay, which is like, hey... She realized last time she took over, it got fucked up really bad. So now she has to wait for her boss to fucking tell her what to do. Yeah. And then it pops back to this dark room and Zex illuminates the wall behind him. And it shows like Earth and the uh, approaching forces and MO2 and all that stuff. This, this is, hmm. I say this every fucking week. We get our fucking, you know, assigned ideology dump here. Where mm-hmm. effectively what Zex says to Hero and Relina is like, oh, this battle, yeah, you're selling me it's meaningless. It is meaningless. The meaning it carries is for the future. It, like, if it disgraces future generations, that's kind of what we want to happen. Um, and basically, and every, it's, I just, everyone <laughs> says their beliefs like five separate times individually over yeah. the course of these episodes. One of the crazier just, things mm. is that Zex reveals that his father of the Sank Kingdom had apparently been working with Hiro Yui. Mm-hmm. The, the original, original Hiro Yui. Yeah. Yui, even though their ideologies didn't really align. Like, Hiro Yui was calling for peace and, or calling for peace in space, but peace? like not through. Peace. Not through the means of total pacifism necessarily, um, but like even though like he wasn't just pulling for total pacifism, the the previous Sank Kingdom king was like, oh, like yeah, obviously we should work together. And then Milliarda is just like, I'm carrying on my father's legacy, and Relina's like, no, the fuck you are not. That is <laughs> you are not actively how things should engaged work. in war right now. What the fuck are you talking and then, about? <laughs> and then he just smiles and he's like, good, it's good you've turned out like this. <laughs> like basically what it boils down to is that 
Zex wants to create a war so fucked up that everyone for in the future forever is going to be like war. Oof! Remember what happened last yeah, time? No he thanks. Wants do, he wants to do Char. He th- yeah. So this is when and remember last week he wanted to do Char and he tried to do Char a little bit and that got me tired. The amount of fucking times the show beats a Char's counterattack shaped pillow over my head for these episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus! I Pretty can't. Bad. I can't. And then after after they disengage from the ideology zone, uh, Zex just kind of disappears. He's a hologram the whole time. Yeah. This is this is the first time we've ever seen a hologram. But Hero's just like, oh, okay, it was a hologram. Obviously, it's so fucking like. I mean, presumably he probably thought Hero was just going to straight up bop him in the head with the gun that he always carries on him. Yeah, so you know, true. I suppose good on you for being prepared. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, and then things start to heat up. This is where the Libra cannon is ready to fire, and Zex, like, comes <laughs> back to the bridge, and he's effectively like, okay, uh, we'll fire some warning shots, and if they don't stop advancing, fire on Dre's. And uh, they, I think, radio out to uh, the approaching, like, military forces. Yes. Um, And they're like, if you don't halt your advance, we're going to shoot. You know, standard protocol. Mm-hmm. And Trey's is like, okay, and then makes all of his space Leos, his entire legion, stop. But he mm-hmm. goes on ahead. Yes. It's fucking dope as hell. He he like, you know, puts his one hand out to stop them and rockets ahead. Yeah. Um as he does this, then- Un wakes up and the second stupid ooh, sound effect <laughs> plays. <laughs> yep. It's so bad. Um her eyes snap open, and then like we just get a shot of the empty bed and then it's outside of the hospital and there's something flying into the sky and some what could it be what's going on (laughs) just rules you love to see a girl boss winning um let's see cans wants to send troops out to stop trace but miliardo like says "Uh uh-uh we gotta see let's let's see what he's doing first and of course uh trace challenges miliardo to a duel uh and he's like my answer dot 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 is no and dorothy's so fucking pissed and trace is like ah good answer very smart i know it's so wild it's like you know dorothy wants this chivalrous combat and it's like it it feels like trace is just getting tired of his own shtick and it's like finally someone to challenge my ideas of you know doing things my way the whole time and it it feels to me at a certain point like Similar to the issues I have with Zex and that these characters just forget what they've been talking about for the last 45 episodes and decide to do something else in these last couple. And it's like, they got bored. Yeah. And it's like, like, fair, but also this isn't real life. You can have consistent characterization, please. Yeah. The the show's about to end. Don't do something wild for the sake of it being interesting. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Truly. I mean, and, and Miliardo justifies it by saying he's not an Oz soldier. Chivalry is meaningless to him. Uh, he's not going to decide the destiny of the colony citizens by a single duel. And, you know, Trace is like, well, you know what? That's the right choice. And then he's like, all right, uh, let's let's shoot him with Libra. And then it's of so all the things, Dorothy doesn't want this to happen. I yeah. Know. She doesn't want Trace to die, and especially not like this. And Cans... Voice crack of a lifetime. Yeah, that was a powerful one. Cans pulls a fucking gun on Dorothy, and Zex tells her that she's under arrest for being a traitor. 
And then I Milliard genuinely is forgot push. this happened because it does not fucking matter at all. Milliard it also doesn't make sense. Like, Zex is like, she's a traitor and then the gun is pulled on Dorothy. There, there's yeah, that, it, that's mm-hmm. the order of the operations. <laughs> it's but so it's just, like, weird. Why is this occurring? She's a traitor. Get her in the mobile doll room so she can command our troops. Yeah, like, yeah, it, you know, it, whatever. It, it does nothing to the story. <laughs> and then Zex goes to push the button and Dorothy, like, tries to leap in the way and stop him too uh and as like as all of this is happening uh trays in the tall geese 2 is flying toward libra which i do need to point out trays can just handle flying in the tall geese uh he's you know, fine no deal uh and as all of this is going on Trays is flying towards libra zex hits the button even though dorothy tried to knock him out of the way the libra cannon fires and out of fucking left field before trays can get hit by the laser the wing gundam pops on screen and slams <gasps> into him it's good it's and and, and and like there's not even like a question of if unsurvived we know she did she's in fucking wing you cannot kill that thing yeah absolutely not and and this it's is the like third time they play the sound effect like melted yeah off. yeah <laughs> Oh god! The, the bottom um, half is melted off. The cockpit yep. opens, and then Lady Un steps out, and Trace is like, "Lady Un, what the hell?" It's insane. And then it, it bounces back inside Libra, where Cans kind of starts to take the lead and starts dispatching White Fang's military forces, all the Virgos and everything. Um, you know, and then you know what? Trace is like, "Let it, let it begin." Yeah. So as we're talking about this, I think I'm starting to maybe put together what Trace's deal is here. It, he fully believed that he was going to be killed flying into the Libra cannon. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. spoiler alert, later on, he also kind of has a death wish here. What I think is happening, I don't think it necessarily that he has anti-war views and wants... Because, you know, we know what Milliarda wants. We know what Dorothy wants. Yeah. I think Trey's wants to become a martyr so that war can, like, by his per- death in a personal battle, maybe that will inspire others to fight, like, chivalrously like he does. Maybe? Possibly, yeah. Doesn't fucking matter, and spoiler alert, it won't get expounded on, but <laughs> nope. maybe yeah, that's, that's what he question. wants. <sighs> well, uh, well, uh, also, well, there's before a we're done with this episode, <laughs> I would like to say mm. the fun fact for this episode. Yeah. This show's called Gundam Wing. There was one Gundam in this episode, and it was the Wing Gundam. Whoa. This is, this okay. is one of I... the least Gundam-heavy Roll credits of Gundam Wing. Like, I'm gonna be up front, much like all handheld gaming devices to an older parent are Nintendos, all these funky little robots are Gundams to me. I mean, there is and an argument to be made that Talkies is a Gundam. <laughs> I am, yes, I am the Talkies in particular, for sure. I'm not gonna argue with any of that, because the Ultron Gundam and the... Um, Shenlong Gundam before that were literally adapted from the Talgies, so I'm not mm-hmm. saying you're wrong, but of the things in this specifically called a Gundam, there's one of, one of them. <laughs> Lady Un was Gundam Wing all along. <laughs> um, my last name for this episode is Gundam that when... Wake? What if it was called Do Gundam Wing? Uh, <laughs> as Lady Un flies out, like jumps towards uh, the Talgies 2 from the wing, it plays this like pride and prejudice ass music i don't understand it it's this very weird lilty tune very romantic oh, very we've happy. heard it before have I'm, we I'm, shit i never noticed I'm it pretty sure now. 
I'm pretty sure it usually happened when, like, Trey's and Un were on screen together. Oh, okay, that happened, that was, like, 30 episodes ago, so yeah. Yeah, but it's this, like, happy, sweeping, dramatic sort of tune, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of dramatic, uh, Julia, would you like to start episode two off? Uh, no, I would not, but I'll do it. <laughs> oh <Hell> yeah. <laughs> episode 47. Collision in space. The Gundam pilots on board Peace Million have a quick conversation um, and decide not to join Trace, but still believe that they need to do what they can to stop Libra and kind of take off in that direction. Um, after they leave, Sally and Howard decide that the only way that they can support and help stop Libra is to evacuate all the civilians off Peace Million and just fucking ram it into Libra's main cannon, um, which is, uh, I admit, metal as fuck. Um, <laughs> and then Noin does some weird bullshit where she decides she's not going to hang out with the Gundam boys anymore. Yeah? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> this was an episode of Gundam Wing. Oof. Let's see. Character assassination Fucking, okay. the TV show. <laughs> the character assassination of the TV show Gundam Wing by the coward Sunrise Entertainment. Yep. 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 <laughs> Um, so this episode starts out, Trace gives this very nice stirring address to his men, telling them to become warriors, or the, the world belongs to warriors, fight for the future, yada, 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 yada. Uh, Lady Un is in, like, a, she, I, this is, like, almost like a synthesis of her two, like, so personalities, kind of. Yeah. Like, she's nice mode, she has her hair down, she doesn't have her glasses up, but she's, like, Seems like people need to die for the future. This will be sad, but it's it's important and it's necessary. So it's like, and she's in her red girl boss military uniform. Yeah, this is this is um, this is this is like it's like when Goku and uh, Gohan come out of the hyperbolic time chamber during the Cell Saga, and like Super Saiyan so natural to them. This is like Lady Un in her true state. Yeah, absolutely. I played too much Kakarot over the weekend, so I'm like in Dragon Ball it. mode still. <laughs> um, let's see. So it, it leads off with Trey's, like, addressing his troops, uh, and then they launch into combat. Hiro and Relina are just, like, gonna wait out the fight in a cargo bay. Yeah! Uh, and, like, of the things they talk about, the thing that I noted is that Hiro says he's protecting Relina so he doesn't owe Zex. Yeah, it's like, he he's basically fully resigned to finding this perfect middle ground between, um... Like, okay, I know that he's your brother. I'm not going to, like, kill him. But at the same time, I want to do as little for him or around him as possible. And, yeah. like, he walks that line fairly well, I think. Um, and, like, you know, even Relina's, like, pretty pleased that, like, Hero's not going after immediately. Like, Hero's like, all right, I'm just going to stay here and protect you. Wait it out. And she's, like, right. gets all happy and sits next to him on this little, like, box. It's, a, it's a, like... It's a, I like the scenes where it's just Hero and Relina because A, I like that Hero's not in a Gundam for almost the entire finale, and B, this yeah. is more screen time than they've ever had in the entire show. Yeah, seriously. It's unbelievable. Um and yeah, and uh Hero also mentions that, like, yeah, if Libra goes down, like, I don't need to fight anymore. Uh that's not true, but whatever, dude. <laughs> um Right. <laughs> we we get a a fun little scene in Peace Million where Howard and Noin and Sally and, like, all the bridge crew are, like, deciding, like, who should we side with here? Like, what's the better plan? It's, like, everyone's, like, bouncing off of each other. It's just, just it's it's a fun moment. Like, I just, I like the moments in yeah. this show, in this finale particularly, where it's just people, like, talking, not spouting ideology, but, like, talking, talking, you know? 
a secondary thing that I really liked about this moment is we were like seeing footage of the battlefield and I liked this because it's bad, which like I'm a Gundam <laughs> Wing fan. So, um, but it's like you see the Leos taking on the Virgos and they seem to be evenly matched, <laughs> which is just fucking baffling. It's um, they're in the script. That's that's like the lead into the conversation they have where it's like, well, they seem to be pretty evenly matched. So what do you guys want to do? And they're like, well, uh, I don't really want to fight on the side of White Fang. Don't really want to fight on the side of the Earth Forces. Uh, but Libra's got the Libra cannon, so that's bad. So I think we should take them out. Yep. But like yeah. as our own thing. <laughs> Both sides are bad. One side has an Earth killer. <laughs> And I yeah, think it's and I like, think that's kind of something to stop. Yeah. I, I, so, I think it's Katra who kind of makes that call, too, which I, I really like because the first time we met him, he was bird watching and he was talking about how beautiful the Earth is. So it's like, yeah, that's fitting. I, I like that he was the one to kind of make that call for everyone. Yeah. Um. So they all take off and Miliardo gets he, he's going to get an epion and kaz is like what the fuck dude you can't just take on four gundams at once and he's like you're right i will take three virgos no more no less i will be fine thank you so much goodbye yeah I, i'm yeah. good with these three thank you and for a moment i was like okay so he's gonna be like accompanied by mobile dolls and the way that it's handled like i i know i'm jumping ahead a little bit but the way that it's handled That's okay is we have four apps to go through That's fine yeah he's just like they get on the field and he's in control of those mobile dolls. Yeah, like it's actually really them. fucking cool. It's incredible. I think the opening line of that fight is he says, here's how mobile dolls are supposed or like meant to be used. And it's like Katra or someone like goes in for a direct hit. I think it's Duo, actually. Duo is being uh-huh. cocky. Goes mm-hmm. in for a direct hit. And Miliardo's like, this is an unmanned craft. It is nothing but a shield to me. And just throws a Virgo at him. It's yeah, like... It- they're basically extensions of his own, like, Gundam, and, or his own mobile it's, suit it's and like, his own, like, combat capabilities. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's such like an interesting way to use them. To a new level. It, mm-hmm. it is so insane. Instead of just this small little piece of craft that's flying around and shooting a laser occasionally. A small little piece of craft. entire other <laughs> fucking suits. Well, it, this is, it feels like a natural extension of what Dorothy is in. Like, she's in the fucking brain room, right? Yeah. And so it makes sense because he's got the zero system in the cockpit, but it's also like that's it. The ability to be piloting your own mobile suit is complicated enough. And somehow he's capable of doing all of this on top of piloting Epion. It's it's just phenom- like it's OK. Zex is like the best pilot in the series, hands down. There, There's no like two ways about it yeah. <laughs> at this point. Yeah, like and, and he's just completely fucking trashing all the Gundams right now. Like there's nothing they can do to touch him. While all this is happening, Cans kind of realizes he's like, "Wait a minute, Mo Two is that's this is just a fucking rock. They don't have a secret weapon there or anything. Let's just go around them and fly this bad boy to Earth." Yeah, notably, it has no engines, so it was moved there and then left there. Mo- moved there, yeah. It, it is just a big stinky rock. I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? If it's like you've stripped it out, you're just gonna have it in Earth's orbit because you can't really do anything else with it. The one you know, thing no I liked resources. about the play of literally maneuvering around a stationary object, as advanced as that is, MO2 was the thing that was in the way of Libra mm-hmm. and the Earth, where Libra was mm-hmm. at. It was the one thing preventing a direct shot on the Earth. 
So and then Libra the minute we see the Libra gun uh, fire, yes. it goes directly through it. Um, so it's yeah. not technically <laughs> yeah. in the way. Um, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> But like, to continue, it, it, sorry. It's, Libra starts moving and everyone's like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> like everyone kind of has that same realization of like, oh, this is they're making a tactical decision to to shoot next to the goalie that is not moving. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's so much of it is just situational. But alas, uh, Dorothy's mad when Can starts to move Libra. because She's like, you're ruining my view of the beautiful battlefield it's a cute cute little moment um oh Tracy's- i do want to say mm. sorry while while zex is fighting the gundam boys he starts dunking uh really heavily on katra and the other boys steadily start to realize that they're like oh he's he's targeting katra and zex says out loud i need to take out their brain yeah, like, yeah I need it's to, so I gotta destroy good. the brain first it's it's so good he knows they're just idiot teens who can't work well together. And Catra's the only one that's been in the Zero suit and can fucking think for himself mm-hmm, rather than just mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Um. So as Libra starts to be moved, Trey's looks at it and he's like, oh, yes, very wise. This is the right decision. But it's also a very sad decision. And Miliardo, like, separately in Epion's talk about it, is like, yes, this is a very sad decision indeed. <laughs> just what the Sally's fuck like, are these two on about? Sally's like, all right. Uh, let's see. Let's crash Peace Million into Libra. Destroy its cannon. You know, let's take it offline. As soon as Peace Million shifts into gear, Zex is just like, okay, I'm off the battlefield later. And, like, flies away with the, um, Virgos in tow. And Mm -hmm. Katra is immediately like, okay, he's retreating. Let's, let's get on his heels. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, Zex realizes that's happening. And before anyone can do anything else... A white Taurus pulls up in front of Epion. I'm Farquad pointing right now. It's why eat. <laughs> uh, Zex, wouldn't you know it? It's not. Zex does not look like he's gonna stop either. Yeah, it's like he, you know. So so Noin's refusing to shoot, but she still has his gun aimed at him. She's like, you know, I'm gonna kill you if I need to. And everyone's like, Noin, take the fucking shot. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't. But but yeah. Uh, Miliardo also doesn't kill her. He rears back with his beam saber and like slashes to the side and like just angrily flies him. He's like, I'm a fucking coward. I'm spineless. Yeah. I can't do it. Oh, I mean, they love each Char other. Char would so. never. Char would have pulled the fucking trigger. I'll say it. Oh my God. Oh, he, 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 without a second thought. He, he would like if just you, open the beam saber and like have it out to the side as he flew by without even looking. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you need anything that separates Char from... Um, uh, Zex is Zex is afraid of betraying people, which is yeah. ironic considering you know he took over White Fang and everything, but mm-hmm. like people he cares about at least. Whereas well, you Char, see, Milliarder well, didn't Char betray is, anyone; it was Zex who betrayed people. Y- yes, yes, but also Shar has never betrayed anyone in his entire life. So that's right. He said so. Can't ask to be true. Yeah, he's <laughs> um, telling the truth. So Peace Million ends up just being able to crash into Libra. Cans freaks out and, like, jumps onto the floor and <laughs> covers his head in his hands, and Dorothy's just like, oh, fucking pathetic. Yeah, so as Peace Million was approaching, too, the Libra fires all of its, like, cannons along the side, not, like, the major Libra cannon, but they're just kind of bouncing off Peace Million, yep. and then it it slams in. Peace Million was, like, evacuated. And then after the fallout and everything, everyone just kind of seems to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, there, so, there didn't seem to be too much, like, actual fallout aside from directly injuring the Libra cannon, and that's it. 
It's so funny, too, because one of the people in the bridge crew of the Libra is like, it wasn't powering up, so it didn't explode when it was hit. And it's like, well, that sure is fucking convenient. That's pretty fucking convenient. Yeah. Um, Dorothy is like, sort. Of, she's the one sort of taking charge, taking command here, because Kansas is still freaking out. Because um, she knows yeah. there's still a battle to fight. And Trace knows that the battle won't end until every single mobile doll is defeated. So, mm-hmm. you know, this doesn't really change anything. Um, and this is when we kind of cut over to Hero and Relina. And Hero's like, yeah. all right, the Libra Cannon is gone. Zex doesn't have his own victory. I need to get in Gundam right now. And Relina's like, dude, you're fucking bleeding. <laughs> he does have a, quite a nasty gash going down his arm. Just Again, it doesn't dripping. matter, though. He's fine. He has like 100 broken bones. <laughs> He They're can fucking will broken. himself to be better. I I think he like legitimately says, "Ah, it's just a flesh wound or some like." I swear, <laughs> it's but a flesh I wound. swear that's the joke there. Uh, um, but yeah, cultured. Hiro's like, "Okay, Zex isn't gonna win the way he wanted to," uh, and Relina's just kind of confused because for whatever reason, Hiro's like on that wavelength with. Zex and Trey's at all times, no matter what, even if they're not talking to each other. Well, you see, Jay, it's because here is a fucking idiot, so he understands <laughs> other fucking idiots. It's so true. Because God. the very next scene is Miliardo Skyping cans, and he's like, how are engines? Uh, Can says they're about 70%, and he's like, alright, we still have a chance. And then this is when I realized, fuck you, they're they're doing an axis drop, fuck oh, this. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, fuck oh, yeah. this. Oh yeah. Uh, Sally radios the boys, and they, like, head over to board Libra, and as they're all flying over, Wufei actually turns around and goes back out to the battlefield in space. Knowing, this is what we were talking about early on, too, Knowing yes. kind of, like, panics and just, like, flies away. Like, she's having kind of a breakdown and just leaves. So, yeah. we get well, three Gundams. As she's doing it, Katra understands what's going on, and she's like, you know, don't worry, you can go. Like, we got this. Because he, yeah. he knows that, like, the only thing that she's going to be okay with doing right now is, like, being by Milliardo's side. And at the same time, they also recognize uh, Wufei is keeping an old promise. That promise is to fucking kick Trace Kushinata ass. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's funny as hell because he does show up. And him and Trace are both destroying Virgos. And they start talking to each other. And it's like the second they're in, like, each other's eyeline, they fly directly at each other. Yeah, it's great. Um, let's see. They, I like the, next the balance scene is... here because yeah, we bounce back in Libra and the boys are uh-huh. out of their Gundams. They're stalking around inside Libra. They're, They're they have sneaking. all, they have all gone to different destinations. Uh, mm-hmm. we start off with duo who finds a containment cell. Uh, he like blows the lock and opens the door and then closes it. And he's like, well, that's not what I was expecting to see. And it's, we don't know. <laughs> You don't know what he saw for a little bit, and it's very nope. good. So, okay, I don't know if this is true. I saw this on a, cr- a Crunchyroll comment. So take that with the largest fucking chunk of salt you could possibly see. Um, Apparently, this scene, Duo was supposed to, like, see someone having sex or something? He was supposed to see Relina and Hiro. Like, he was supposed to, like, walk in on them. Oh, really? People, that would make a lot a more lot sense than four grandpas in a room. Yeah. So a lot of what I've seen says it's it's like supposed to be a gay couple. Interesting. What? I So, it, it's, you know, it's, this is more than I look into it. It seems like internet apocrypha. Yeah. Of, like, not what something I was that came out in the then. 90s that didn't have, you know, 
easy resources. The point is, he sees something right. weird and wacky. I don't think it's the scientist, though. It's definitely a different room, because he wouldn't have turned around and closed the door if it was a scientist. No, it it that was a weird cut to the, when he comes yeah. back in, and it's supposed to be, like, them, and we're just moving on mm-hmm. from it. Because it was, bizarre. like, a dark room. I mean... It, it, honestly, it makes the most sense if it was someone having sex, because if I was on a battle station doomed to be destroyed, sure, have oh, yeah. some comfort in my final moments or whatever. Yeah. But it's just such a weird thing to add in, like, two episodes before the end of your show when everything is so dark and dire. And it's like, wouldn't it be crazy like a, like if someone a five walked second in on someone joke, too? Yeah. Yeah. Like they spent time on that one. Mm-hmm. The point is, regardless, I mean, I'm glad it wasn't here in Arena because, like, I don't think there's anything romantic there. I think it is literally nothing more than a high school crush, basically. I I agree. So I want to point out the next step in this. uh, As we go from Gundam Boy to Gundam Boy, we do, in fact, go in order of number. We go duo, twa, and then kat. Um, So (laughs) the next scene is with Troa, and he's in a hangar. He gets found by some White Fang guys. He literally just does like a flip and then jumps off the ceiling and then lands and runs away. And that's the yeah, whole he does some scene. some clown shit. Yeah. Um, and then we head over to and then uh, Katra. Katra. Because he... Th- th- I love that Katra gets like the fucking final boss showdown here. I mean, they all get final boss showdowns. Most of them do at this least. Is, but Katra... This is Shar's <laughs> other half from the end of 0079. Exactly. It's, it's a fucking fencing match. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Katra enters Dorothy's cool brain room. She's like fully suited up. Um, she, we don't really see much. Actually, you know, you know what? We don't see any of this in this episode. All we see is yeah. Dorothy shooting him, and the scene cuts away. Yes, it's really dramatic. Yeah, you're like, like, like Did get shot? for all the production issues, the planning ahead on that specific moment. I give him a lot of credit for. Oh yeah, if you had a week to wait for that, no way. Um, so this is when we finally see the Gundam scientists are alive. All five of them. We haven't seen them for fucking ever. Uh, they explained the duo that they teamed up with Zex in order to do the same thing he's doing, which is just instill fear of war in people, have a war so stinky that everyone is afraid to do it forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they also pulled a Mads Mikkelsen in Rogue One and like installed a fatal flaw in Libra. This case being that they made the cannon unable to be fired continuously. It's so fucking funny that if it weren't for these five old freaks, like White Fang would have won long ago. That reveal is so juicy. It's like, oh, like... We just thought, you know, Libra Cannon was so powerful that it was failing every time it fired. But no, it was an inbuilt flaw by these people who are like, we have done so much mass destruction. We need to make our shit less perfect. We made it shitty on purpose. Um, So the next scene, um, Relina. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, kind of the final bits. Uh, Here is getting into Wing Zero. And like, you know, they like turn around. They look at each other. Um. Noin confronts Miliardo. She finally is able to fly up to him. Uh, and she just tells him, I'm not going to stop you. Can I just hang out with you? And he's like, you know, whatever. Sure. He's like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just chilling. Um, and as the episode ends, Miliardo stares at Earth and he says, Planet Earth, you're about to learn a lesson. <laughs> Shut I, the fuck up. I hate it so much. <laughs> I love it. It's just, uh-huh. I wouldn't, the th- this is the thing. A lot of this I wouldn't hate as much, but I've seen Char's counterattack. <laughs> and they're just doing it. They're just doing right. it. So like, it, it, <sighs> a lot of it is copy-pasted, and I do understand that. But it's also not Char's counterattack. It doesn't have 
the same attachments to everything else. And that's kind of the lens that I'm trying to look at it through. Like, mm-hmm. it, they're doing Char's counterattack again, but it's also, like, pretty divorced from Char's counterattack. Like, yeah, they're dropping an asteroid on Earth to end all life. They're doing the big war to end all wars. And I, I get that and I see that. But, like, they're, it's it's not quite the same and there is the context of the entire show around it that kind of helps it make sense and be its own thing maybe maybe i'm just trying to believe too hard in something that's wrong that's fair i mean like they they changed the most crucial part about char's counterattack and believe you me we'll fucking talk about that when that happens but it's just that so many of the beats are so similar talking about nuclear winter they even do the thing of like twice once in this episode and once in the last episode of trying to destroy the thing that's being fallen earth, both in piecemeal and ramming into the Libra cannon to stop it from happening, which doesn't really fully stop it. And then in the, in the uh, last episode, trying to destroy the power source. It's just like, it, it's just so weird that so much of it is a direct analog to Char's counterattack that makes it feel more disingenuous. Cause I said this before so many times in discord, I liked when the show was this mess of interfactional politics. But now that I realize that was just setting up, for it to be Shars Counterattack, I'm like, you could have just done your own thing in a totally different way. I still liked it when the final battle was this huge final confrontation. And like, I think there's a way to do that and solve it without it also having to have this threat of, you know, the Shar clone dropping a big stinky rock on Earth for the good of humanity <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Yeah. When I, it's obviously I, not for the good of humanity. It's so. uh, Well, I mean, humanity's already in say. space. It's not for the good of humanity on Earth. Yeah, um, exactly. So well, two sides. There, yeah, yeah. I I think that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, we're getting there. Halfway done with the episodes that we watched so far. Next up is Numo Report Gundam Wing episode forty-eight. Take off into confusion, which is what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> Catra and Dorothy begin a fencing duel speaking on their own ideologies as Dorothy reveals that what she truly desires is peace and that she hopes to cause a war so cataclysmic that nobody will dare fight ever again. She ends up stabbing Katra through the stomach, his fate unknown. Duo takes the Gundam scientist to Peace Million in order to try and divert Cooper's path towards Earth. Buffet duels Trey's and ends up defeating him, though it seems Trey's allowed this to happen. Before his death, he proves to Wufei that he truly cares for everyone whose life has been given for his cause and hopes to see Miliardo soon in death. Lastly, Hero says goodbye to Relina as he heads out for the final confrontation against Miliardo. The intro has beeps now. It has beeps now! Let's go! It's, it's quite good. Now. Yeah, like, when cool. you Google, or when you're on YouTube and you search Rhythm Emotion, the first result is the Crunchyroll upload of Rhythm Emotion V2 with beeps, and all the comments with are saying, beeps. we're glad that you real uploaded it with beeps. Yeah. This is, you know what it's, this is? It is a, it's what like JoJo a two does. second change, too. <laughs> well, no, no. So the animation is totally different. Um, is it? For things real? happen in different order, and they add sound effects, oh. which makes it honestly feel like what JoJo does, where yeah. the final couple openings of each JoJo series have yeah, sound effects okay. to show you that this is the, you know, this is the final moment. It's very funny. That, I like that it. shreds. I, I like this version a lot more. This version has a lot mm-hmm. more character. It does. Um, And again, it has beeps, which is... It's that means fucking it's better. Diff- Maybe I'll just, like, add a bunch of random beeps. If I remember, <laughs> if I can find, like, a good beep to add, I'll just add in, like, random fucking beeps to the opening of this podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so we learned that immediately from the Katra Dorothy scene, Katra just dodged the bullet. He's fine. <laughs> well, um, he didn't dodge the bullet. She shot the gun out of his hand. Yeah. 
Mm. I mean, he do, he does. I think she shoots. Does she shoot multiple times? I could have sworn no, that she, she shot she multiple shoots, times. She just shoots the ones. Okay, there must have been a weird echo on it. Maybe that's what I, I thought I heard the echo. Regardless, Katra's fine. Uh, he has no gun anymore. Um, and he's just like, hey, girl, you got to get the fuck off this thing. Something bad's happening. Um, Dorothy is just dunking on Katra immediately, telling him that he's the most misguided of all the pilots because he's the softest. How fucking dare you fight a war while being nice? Yeah, she's like, you're, you're that's cringe. That's an incredibly that Dorothy line. You. I know. <laughs> it's just like, I mean... I, this moment is what made me a little bit bummed about Dorothy's character. We'll get there when we get there, but part of me wishes that this reveal never happened and that Dorothy was just like that. Yeah. <sighs> See, the show stumbles so hard in the end that it made me even second guess my favorite character of the show. Hey, oh. <laughs> um, cut to Buffet. This is how I win. <laughs> uh, cut to Buffet. He's doing his bullshit. Um,. Let's let's have some exposition here, please. Yeah, so Trace and Wufei are fighting and they're talking at the same time while also kind of fighting each other and like kind of spouting their ideas. And mm-hmm. one of the things Trace says is when wars are dehumanized, people become miserable. And he goes on to say some shit about God that I'm not going to repeat because what the fuck? Um, God is no longer lending a helping hand to those fighting wars, but yeah. pers- not in person. There's, so there's a weird line, too, where he's like, wars used to be able to be won with the push of a button, and mobile dolls are the epitome of that ideal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like, why they're bad. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm just like, boy. Like, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm here, so why don't we get that rematch you've been fucking waiting for? It's and nice. It's, Trace is it like, is I will in, go easy on you this time. It is in Wu Fei's specialty, which is the mobile suit, too. So <laughs> Yeah, he like, is his fucking trident. That narrative thread is um like finally tugged on. <laughs> yeah. Um we see Troa is continuing to beat yeah, ass in Tro Libra. Troa's back inside Libra and he just has a double Gatling gun now, which is like I don't think I Good would have him. noticed that ever before because, like, the big thing is, oh, he's got the double machine gun in uh, Endless Waltz, and that's a huge deal. Apparently, he just has it now, too. Good for him. It's a good gun. It's a good gun. Double gun. Twice as many DACA. Um, Duo's helping the Gundam scientists escape. They tell him that they need to be taken to Peace Million because by going there, they'll be able to reroute Libra's course to Earth. Um, we see, I think it's Meliardo and Cans talking about, uh, uh, Libra, I almost said Virgo, Libra hitting Earth, and, um, Ken says, there's a 69% chance we'll hit the Northern Hemisphere. Nice. 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 Um, and then he literally says that he wants to cause a permanent winter. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Charge counterattack, charge counterattack, charge counterattack. I guess he just wants to fucking knock the Earth off its route axis and also no they talk about it later yeah, uh, he's, it's trying, he's trying to give it's it an axis dust. shock of sorts um, he wants to do chicksalube too uh, <laughs> kill the dinosaurs to, <laughs> we bounce over to Relina and Hiro again and Relina's trying to stop him from fighting she's trying to get him to not go out into the battlefield and he says he has to fight in order to stop the rest of the fighting he has to mm-hmm. take out Trey's and he has to take out Zex. Yeah. Specifically, he says that, like, your brother doesn't realize, like, he doesn't think that he's lost. And, like, yeah. he's not going to stop unless he is stopped by someone forcibly. Yep. 
And then Which, he looks yeah. at Relina and asks her to believe in him. This this is so nice. I like this because like he pulls her close and like their helmets are open. They're on, but like you know they knock foreheads together. And he's like, I promise to protect you. In order to protect you, I need to fight. Um, she's like convinced that he's willing to die here, and he's like, just trust me. And he pushes her out of the cockpit, and he closes it. And like he has <laughs> it's, it's so the dramatic. faintest the faintest smile on his face this entire time, which just like I. Like, you know, G Gundam is so nice and refreshing how it's just like a straight up actual romance is like the main plot of the show. But like with this, again, it's a high school crush, but it's just nice seeing this Joker lunatic boy have a little smile because he talks to the girl he likes. It's good. It's it it warms my little heart. Um Then we go back to Dorothy's brain room. Oh, tremendous. The brain room. I love this shit. This is so fucking funny. She shot the gun out of Katra's hand and then decides to put on her funny VR helmet. Yeah. And then explains, like, the Zero system and is like, ah, I was using this to control the troops. Ha ha. Uh, and you you managed to outsmart me out in the field. But can you can you beat me at fencing while I'm using the Zero system? Idiot. Can you use your brain? It's it, I like this. Like, so the, it's so good, right? Because. Katra has verbally rescinded. He's like, I don't need the zero system anymore. And Dorothy's whole thing is just like, you know, we learned soon. She just wants to make more so fucking much. So like she's fighting literally two, arguably three different battles doing this. And like, she's fighting fine. Cause again, she's using zero system on herself too, presumably to be able to like dual (laughs) Katra as she controls everything here. It's the most fucking insane thing, which is why it makes perfect sense that Dorothy's Mm -hmm. doing it. I know. Um, but, like, as they fight, this is when she finally get the big reveal. Dorothy D- Dorothy accused of Lyco's peace. Fucking, yeah. basically, yeah. she's asking him why he fights. And he's like, I fight to help with my family's sorrow. And she's like, my family has sorrow, too. They tried to help me, and they're all fucking dead. What's the point, Katra? Yeah. He asks her, why are you so attached to war? It's, ugh. And they just, they start keep, they... They start fighting and they keep fighting as they talk, like, through mm-hmm. all of this. I will say, Katra's very much on the defense, but he's having, like, no problem with, like, dictating what he's saying. Meanwhile, Dorothy will end sentences just like, ha, 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 as she, like, mm-hmm. lunges at him. <laughs> it's very, yeah. very silly, like, the comparison <laughs> of how composed Katra is. She's getting a bit silly with it. Um... We cut. Relina has made it to the escape shuttle. Uh, Sally and Howard are there. Uh, they try to contact Hero, but like Hero turns the radio off, and Sally's like, "He's not gonna pick up." And even Hero's like, "Relina, <laughs> you're just better off forgetting about me." Like he he's also fully committed to like dying here, basically. And then he does something that we have not seen him do with the Wing uh-huh. Zero. He separates the Buster rifle into two rifles, and then points them in front of him and fires. <laughs> It's he does just, not. He does not spin. He doesn't spin. He doesn't do his signature move that he invented himself. That he so never fucking, fucking does funny. and never will. I was <laughs> clapping when this was happening. It was so fucking funny. I was like, okay, good. There is at least a moment where he like gets close to it. <laughs> I love it. It is. It's it is the Wing crazy. Zero's iconic move. It is not Hiroyui's iconic yeah. move. Th- th- there's just a dashboard button that just in like bright neon letters <laughs> just, just says spin! spin exclamation yeah. point. Calling oh, the laundry machine, he'd be on that spin cycle. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trey's, or I'm sorry, Troa is, is fighting. He's like in heavy arms. Um, 
still. And th- this is so fucking weird. It kind of makes sense. It kind of doesn't. Like, he's in a essentially hallway that is scaled as if a mobile suit was human size <laughs> yeah. in it. It looks like... Th- this is such a weird shot because, like, it looks like it's just Troa shooting at some... Uh, white fang guards but they're in mobile suits but the hallway is shaped as if it's a regular hallway in a space it's just yeah, very it's, very it's really weird. bizarre and he um, he lights them up too and then just like oh yeah out of the explosion walks duo yeah uh troa makes it to wherever the fuck he was going i mean he's going to katra and dorothy mm-hmm. but like he gets out and he has a weirdly sort of like long stare at heavy arms which doesn't really get uh, expound there's the so not really a lot of resolve yeah I at least the way I read that um, was he wasn't I, th- I think he's not sure he'll ever see it again at that point mm. because they don't really know what the deal is with the Libra right now and like how they're gonna stop it at least that's that's the vibe I got um, you are right mm. in that they don't really circle back to it at all or mm-hmm. give us any sort of thing so I trying to find something and nothing for sure no i mean hey that that sounds pretty valid to me honestly uh this is god i forgot this fucking thing happened too so duo is in space um he is (laughs) at like the top part of libra (laughs) and he has to basically get to the canon part of libra where peace million is down by where peace million crashed um there's not enough room in the cockpit for duo and the five gundam scientists so what he fucking does is the Gundam scientists are in astro suits, literally holding on with their hands to the outside of Duo's cockpit, and he cl- closes his cowl so they're kind of like pressed up against there, and fucking flies in the mobile suit towards Peace Million. These Gundam scientists should be fucking dead. On on top of that, not just flies down there; he flies through the battlefield yeah. as just it's happening. Ridiculous. He even comments on it. He's like, you'd have to be crazy to fly through this. <laughs> I know. And he make he has a funny line here. He got a promotion because he calls himself the god of death and plague now. Hell yeah, yeah. we're growing. He only has so two good. more to collect, and then he's all four horsemen. <laughs> oh, uh, God. And of all the things that happen while they're out in space, one of oh, the I things that I was, this too. <laughs> I was not fucking expecting was the arrival of some very familiar mono-eyed brown suits. Uh, the fucking Magwanac Corps show yep. up in space. I, I got real hype about this one. What are they here for? Did they just, they had just assumed that Katra was here, and they're like, let's find our little boy! Yeah, that's that's my favorite thing, is, uh, I, I can't remember if it's Abdul or Saeed, but he says, uh, no one can die until we see Master Katra. It's so it's good. Cu- it's I'm, cute, but I'm it's just like, why are you tears. here? Yeah. And then Duo realizes something. He's like, I yes. space hasn't unified, but Earth has. Mm-hmm. And it it might be because of that girl. Uh, and yeah. I'm pretty sure he's talking about Relina, but. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But yeah, he's like kind of realizing that like, it's not Trace who's the one to unify Earth. Like Trace did, you know, one world nation, yada, yada, yada. Relina actually right. has the power to make people band together for a cause. Yeah. Which is nice. Absolutely. And, um, uh, and then we go back to Dorothy's phone room. room. And she's just sitting there calling Katra like a little bitch. She's like, mm-hmm. maybe I am. Uh, like, or, and Katra. Katra says, maybe I am, but at least I'm not cringe. And Dorothy fucking <laughs> skewers him. Which, yeah. okay, they were they were fencing with like 
dull tip fencing swords, if I remember correctly. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure they had like a little nub on the end of them. So Dorothy like forced this blunt end through his astro suit through his body out the other side. Yeah, like it's like the, the side of the gut. He kind of like slumps against the wall, and um, she's like, "You have to change the hearts of mankind before you take their weapons away. Otherwise, war will just keep happening." And like she's kind of crying as she says all this, and she, you know, she's like, "Kindness gets in the way of survival." That's what happened to my father, and it's like, "Oh, that's why she's like this." I just really wish that Dorothy was just a freak. Is that so much to ask a simple character in Gundam Wing? Yeah, character assassinations, the TV show. I'm not joking. Everyone gets fucking thrown in the pit at the end of this. Yeah, and and Katra's sort of like final rebuttal to her is like. If you focus only on your survival and nothing else, you're no better than an animal. Like, humans need kindness. Yeah. (laughs) He gets stabbed and he looks at her and he's like, you're literally so nice. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking good. And then he appears to die, dot, 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 question mark. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? She she pulls the sword out of him and he's just kind of floating limply in space. Yeah. I love that shot. He's just fucking hanging out um hey back at the deal with wufei and trace now um trace asks wufei why he isn't using his dragon and wufei says he wants to fight fair and square uh trace god trace says he doesn't kill wufei earlier because he couldn't kill one of the only people who understands him it's such horse shit what does this mean? Trey's elaborate on that oh you're dead you can't sorry you can't. elaborate on not that gonna excuse give you me anything. no <laughs> no. Gundam Wing is yeah, the most spiritual this is, anime series. This entire section just left me fucking baffled. I've I seen take it a now, break between this and the next episode. Yeah, I've seen it now four times, and I still am left just a bit confused. So Wufei and and Trey's keep fighting, and then Wufei's like, you're an idiot for fighting this battle and getting all these people killed. Uh, you're no better than anyone else. And Trey's is like, hey, Lady Un, um, can you read off? Or, or no, uh, Wufei asks him specifically. That's what it is. Yes. He's like, do you know how many people you have gotten killed? And Trey's says, yes. <laughs> and he says. Specifically, it's 99,822 people. Yeah, exactly. He cites the number and then he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Lady Un, what's the report? And she's like, oh, 82 White Fang people and 100 something of our forces have died. Something along 100. those lines. And he's like clenching his like like fingers pressed against his eyebrows. He's like, ah, oh, good Lord, get me their names. I will remember them. <laughs> and Wu Fei starts like screaming. He gets so mad. <laughs> it's it's like Wu Fei learning that Trey's does care about the people who die in his glorious battles is like the thing that makes him freak the fuck out over this. I guess because it like shows Trey's cares. I, yeah, uh, it's so uh, fucking confusing. But and he then, doesn't. I don't. But he doesn't. Like, yeah, like, like I'm sorry that I just got uncomfortably close to the mic, but it's like, it, it doesn't fucking make any sense. And then Trey's is like, can't block this overhead, and then charges Wufei. Wufei's like, bet, catch this block, and stabs him through the fucking cockpit with the trident, or near it, at least. And we cut inside of the Tongis 2's cockpit. <gasps> and Trace says some shit. He says, 
Wufei, my eternal friend. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Boy, are you high? Like, <laughs> <laughs> are you on drugs? He used to be my brother. <laughs> and he, like, Wufei is so fucking sad now. Yeah. Trace dies. He's like, Milliard, I'll see you soon. And Wufei's like, it should have been me. <laughs> yeah, the, that's what? one this of the things that from. is the most confusing is Wufei thought he was going to lose. He did not think he was going to win this fight. And he's mad as hell that he did, I guess. <sighs> It's like Trey's just wanted fucking someone to fight him honorably in a duel, and like <laughs> Wu Fei was the I, only person who would do it again. That's the th- we like. I don't. I still don't think Trey's is like pro peace, but what his what happens causes peace to happen after this. But it's just like yeah. Trey's went into battle wanting to die. Wu Fei went into battle wanting to die. Neither of them, you know, two enter, one leave. They couldn't both die in this battle, and it's just like. Is Trey's just happy that he was able to be taken out by like a true warrior spirit as Wu Fei, and Wu Fei is just so shaken that Trey's actually like he, he like fully believes in his cause to the point where like he convinces Wu Fei that he's there's so much. I swear to God, we can make an entire fucking episode on this, and I'm sure we'll get plenty of good mailbag questions about what the fuck was with Trey's and people yeah, will just and what tell the fuck us was their Wu problem and also. Uh... This, you know, he's not going to be weird after this, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm pressing the X button as hard in this fashion. Yeah, as I I'm can. making Cole Phelps' face. <laughs> Doubt. Um, because fucking immediately after this, Lady Un's like, "Hey, war's over. Pack it up, boys." Yeah, she declares. And everyone, defeat. yeah, your suits. It's so bizarre. And then back in Dorothy's fun VR brain dome, um. <laughs> she gets contacted by Cans, <laughs> who says Trey's is dead, and Dorothy's like, "Fuck no!" and like, God damn it. on the verge of tears. And then Cans is also like, "Oh yeah, but like we won the fight, so like we win." <laughs> and Dorothy's like mad as hell. Uh, yeah, and someone walks into the room, and you know, if you pay attention to the voices, you'll know that it's Troa. Um, yeah, and they're like. It's a shame that you can't cry. It's sad when women can't cry, which like, which is really Troa, funny because she was literally just crying. But whatever, yeah, Troa, what are you fucking on about? <laughs> and like, Relina wants to try to get into contact with Hiro to let him know like what's about to happen. Um, uh huh. Because she seems to know like, oh, the fight's over. I need to tell Hiro or something along those lines. And Hiro pulls up on like quote unquote top of Libra. And uh, is confronting Zex. And that's where the episode ends. Yeah. This is just like... God. I mean, I know it's not even the final episode. I'm just still... I'm tired. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think Max as well. And maybe even you, Jay. I think we all had to just, like, give ourselves a bit of time before starting the last I, one after mm-hmm. this one. I was going to, and I didn't. I, I said I was going to, and I gave myself maybe, like, five minutes and then jumped right back in. Like, um, I had lunch between these two. I just needed I needed to breathe. Yeah, and to <laughs> cleanse your palate. <laughs> oh, God. It's it's just, like, it's just, it it happens so quickly, and then everyone just goes along with, with untelling everyone to surrender. Like, the the fighting just straight up stops, and it's just like I ah, ah, whatever. Maybe if we talk about the last episode, it'll make sense. Probably it not. 
Probably not. <laughs> but let's try. And that's the final episode, episode 49. The final victor. The year is after Colony 195. We see the final conflict carried out solely by Miliardo Peacecraft, once again going by Zex Marquis and Hiro Yui. The Epion and the Wing Zero clash on the outskirts of the Libra. The Doctors all repair the engine of the Peace Million and are confronted by a long-lost cohort, Cans. Peace Million's engines activate and stop Libra's descent towards Earth, but a stray chunk of Libra falls and it looks like it's the end. Troa rescues Katra and all of the Gundam boys work together in order to shred Libra from the inside out. Hiro manages to get his buster rifle back. Everyone evacuates, and Hiro, with some help from Zex on the inside, fires on the falling space debris and destroys it entirely. The colonies announce their desire for peace, the day is saved, and the show wraps so impossibly fast with almost zero real closure. Oh, <laughs> and in this final episode, I am personally vindicated with a single... <laughs> final mention of Operation Meteor. I was so hoping was, you would mention it. I was so when Cans mentioned it, I'm like, oh Jay's eating good tonight. There is no way I'm not talking about that. Yeah. This is, this is the narrative closure for me personally. <laughs> it was I all worth die it. die happy. <laughs> it's like this is what got me the most the show tries to get so many parallels of Shard's counterattack. In the end, they can't even commit to the bleak ending of it. They're like, yeah. let's make it happy. They make no. it happy, but it's also like there isn't closure because it's like it's over and you get like five seconds to look at like one scene of like wrap up for two different characters. And that's basically it. Yeah. And they're like, show's over. Fuck you. Show's <laughs> over. Get out. Buy our movie. <laughs> it's just like... <sighs> it's just like there's so much whatever i'm getting ahead of myself again i'm just there's like not doesn't feel like there's much set up for a movie but still yeah. whatever um so we we get a little bit of the peacecraft's rules of her happiness because miliardo says there's certain conditions that must be met for total peace one all weapons must be eliminated and two the desire to fight must be erased from people's minds uh this is like when hero and miliardo start fighting uh they get their final showdown and Hero's like, Earth is going to hate you for this, and the colonies rely on you, and this mistake will be repeated as long as you live. And fucking, this is like, we get, I, I forget who mentions this. I think it might be um, Noin or Un, maybe? But someone mentions that, like, Miliardo wants to die here. It was Noin. It yeah, was, okay, annoying. yeah. Uh, and she, she knows that Zex wants to die here to atone for poaching humanity, and I'm just like, fuck you. That's what Char did in Char's counterattack Gundam movie. <laughs> That's okay. Shars, he's, you know, he's probably fine. He's, I, yeah, he's fine. I do want to say the fight between Wing Zero and Epion, which continues for a good portion of this episode. Like almost the entire episode, yeah. It beats ass. Oh, it, they, hey, the budget had to go somewhere, right? They are kicking the shit out of each other, and it's so fucking cool. There hasn't been yeah. a Gundam fight like this good since Wing and Epion previously fought and they were mm -hmm. the different pilots. But I, I think prior to that, we haven't seen a mobile suit fight this interesting since maybe G Gundam. Like, like genuinely. Yeah. Because they're on even terms, I think it's because like all the other Gundams are so specialized that they can't yeah. really fight 
like one-on-one as well as like two suits that use the exact same system on the inside yeah i i would say even like tall geese versus heavy arms in antarctica tall geese versus the wing the first time they fought that not even close like yeah it's it's awesome genuinely awesome yeah it's badass uh and while they're so fighting Libra, to... um sorry <laughs> go ahead no yeah on mo2 like this sort of base where um Oz is. Un is ordering every single retrieved mobile suit to be destroyed. Uh, Relina Howard and Sally show up and this this is when fucking I just I genuinely forgot this happened. They're like oh Trey's was also after total pacifism. The fuck he was. Yeah that yeah, was absolutely no, he not. Wasn't. Absolutely, absolutely fucking not. not. <laughs> I mean unless he literally told Un hey I want you to tell everyone to surrender when I die and I know they're gonna listen to you because I'm their glorious leader. Uh, <laughs> I'm in hell. I'm in hell. Do you think Trey's is going to be I canonized? Just... Do you think he's going to be a saint? Um, <laughs> he's going to be this patron saint of birds. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> um, Duo successfully drops a Gundam science off, scientists off near Peace Million. Science. <laughs> the Gundam science. Uh, he flies back to fight the suits. Uh. In MO2, Lady Un hands Relina a gun and tells her this is her chance to take revenge for her father's death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Relina slowly, dramatically walks up to Lady Un, puts there's... her hand up in front of the gun. Yeah? No. There's just nothing better in this show than someone giving Relina a gun. It happens so many times. Do you ever just want to go sicko mode? Don't you just want to go ape shit? And it's like, it's the one narrative through line that I think has been really stable because Relina declines the gun again. once again, once again. again. I, I'm eating cereal episodes, and I'm saying Relina except for the one episode where she did take a gun uh, and tried to kill Lady Un. But for 50 episodes, she has not taken the gun. She learned her lesson. <laughs> um, she's just like, no, let's just put an end to all this. There are revenge and the battles. And so, yeah, nice. She's trying to um, break the cycle, break the wheel. We also get a nice moment where we finally see Howard's eyes. Like, for the rest of this episode, Howard's sunglasses dip about half an inch, and you can just see his eyes. And I just love that trope of, like, the character that has a wooden glasses the whole time, and in the very end, you see their eyes, and it's like, fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know you now. Um, once again, he reiterates, if Libra hits Earth, the, the power source will create a nuclear winter, just mm-hmm. like in the hit Gundam movie, Shars Counterattack. <laughs> hey, Max, how you um, feeling? Bad. So we either need to blow up the ships or stop them in orbit, and there's still hope. Um, let's see. Um, after after Duo drops off the doctors, he oh, jumps this out into the fray scene. again. So yeah, th- th- we cut to the brain room. Um, yes, Tro is still there because um, he's like unplugging all of the mobile dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, he he talks to Dorothy, and he's telling her it's like. My heart has been void of feelings for a while now. Every time I fight, I lose more and more, but I have to keep on living, even though I'm just a fucking husk, because I have a home to return to. And Dorothy's like, I fucking don't. Yeah. And then he just says, that's tough, and then grabs Katra, and they're like, she'll figure it out, right? <laughs> Damn, that sucks, bye. It's, it's so like, good. Katra, oh, yeah, yeah, also, Katra's fine, by the way. I mean, he is he is gravely injured, but like he is capable of like talk. Like it's not like he punctured a lung or was stabbed in the heart. Uh, but for the most part, he seems to be 
okay. Yeah. Not great. Troa put okay. some. Troa slapped some fucking minions band aids on on Katra's gut, and he's just fine now. Yeah, and Katra gives him a thumbs up. Uh, and then Troa, yeah. he radios over to Duo, and um, Katra and Troa are in their Gundams and like getting ready to leave um, Libra, I believe. And yep. Duo's like. Once you two get out of here and this is all yeah. over, we're going to celebrate with some nice champagne. Yes. And Katra yes. looks at the fucking camera and says, it better be non-alcoholic. We are Katra children. Winter will not break edge. He will never break edge. He's a straight edge child. God. Uh, we're going to get you some Welch's sparkling grape juice, Katra. Hell so yeah. Good. And then back on MO2, Lady Un reaches out to Noin and she's like, hey. Are you like seeing the fight? And Noin's like, yeah, <laughs> Noin, you what seeing of this it? shit? <laughs> what of it? And Lady Un is like, um, can you relay us the footage? And Noin is like, I'm not affiliated with you. <laughs> I don't have to fucking do that. And Lady Un's like, okay, but like, what if it's to help stop Pretty the fighting? Please. <laughs> and Noin's like, oh shit, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> She's like, it's not an order. It's a like. It's a request, which is a favor. God, what was it? She says it's a favor, yeah. Okay, yeah. there you go. Um, And the footage, she says images of the battle, but it's like video footage. Yeah. And Un somehow hacks the world and shows this footage over every <laughs> screen. Broadcasts it everywhere, ever. literally. She's talking it, about how, she says, this footage isn't relevant to Earth or space, but it is indeed a fight to settle everything. Unless these two fight, peace will never be achieved. This yeah, battle is making us look for a solution to Kirby's. She's basically saying, look what you made them do. Yeah. Make peace so the boys can stop fighting. The boys are fighting. It's your fault. Um, when they start broadcasting this, too, it shows a shot of a colony and zooms away. And it's a shot that we've seen uh, quite a few times because it is the um, the shot of a colony used in the intro just communication. Oh. Which I think is nice because I... It may have been like one or two other times that we've seen that, but it's like, it's just a still image, like a painted still image that they're zooming out on, but Mm -hmm. we don't see it like outside of that opening, really. I like the colonies in Wing. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, Oh, the next scene is, uh, so we see the Gundam (laughs) scientists. They're in Peace Million. Cans shows up and like, I love to see a character in a show where so many people just like kind of get this weird fear and hesitation. Then when they hold a gun, Cans like, fuck that. Blah, blah, blah. And just fucking yeah. immediately shoots Dr. J in the arm. Yeah. That's my favorite thing is he pulls up, he pulls up and says, don't move. Dr. J moves. Cans shoots him. And he says, I said, don't move. And it's <laughs> like the I first time that you? actually fucking happens. <laughs> it's really good. That's- that's the first time Cans has done anything remotely yep. intimidating. Mm-hmm. And it's the last. <laughs> yeah. So the doctors were, like, messing with Peace Million's engines, trying to get him back up and running. Cans is, is talking to him, and he's like, I should have known that you all were behind this, like, ever since Operation Meteor happened, and you kept Yay. changing the Gundam pilot's instructions. I should have known. And it's like, oh, Oh, fuck. They know each other. Yeah. He's Dr. Q or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's super good. Uh, And like, there's a little line from, I don't know, one of them who says like, well, you know, we believed in Earth and humankind more than you do. So basically, I guess they kind of realized that the original plan of them just like going to Earth and like 
causing a ruckus wasn't going to solve anything. Right. So they're like, all right, boys, back to space. Learn mm. uh, some personal growth is in order for you all. Hiro and Zex, uh, outside of this, keep fighting. Uh, it's more glorious combat between the Wing Zero Yay. and the Epion. Um, Hiro looks at Zex and he calls him weak. Uh, he's yes. like, you're, you're kind of giving up on things, uh, but you're still trying to win. You know, it's not you. It's not your style. Something's wrong. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, as this... Um, as this is going on, Peace Million's engines kick on, and Noin in the Taurus gets, like, flung from Libra uh, as it, like, starts to shift and change directions. Mm-hmm. I forgot that happened. Yeah, so Libra, which had its engines on and was heading towards Earth, is getting outpowered by Peace Million and is no longer approaching Earth. I thought they just... Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yep. But a section does break off and yes. keeps heading towards Earth again. This once, is once again like what happened with Axis, where like they blow it up, but there's still like a big chunk that's gonna hit Earth anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. We get a uh, radio uh, transition from the colony delegation that says, "Hey, the colonies, we're announcing combat too. No more weapons. Fuck yeah!" yeah. And they, they, sorry about the rockets heading to Earth though. Yeah, they they apologize for like yep. some of the actions they've taken. It's like. An apology is not going to fucking do it, but like... Sorry, the Earth is about to die. Yeah, Jesus. Our bad. This is the three Gundams, um, Sandrock, Heavy Arms, and... uh, What am I forgetting? Death Scythe Hell. Um, They are flying towards the chunk, and Wufei is heading with them. Um, They all go to get inside this piece of Libra and, and try to start destroying it. Yeah. Wufei specifically has the buster rifles with him, so he's going to go find Hiro. Yeah, which, like, when did Hiro lose those? I don't I don't know! I saw that and I was like, how does he have those? Yeah, it's, it's weird. Whatever. Everyone Hiro, is inside yeah, the Libra block Everyone now. is inside, including Hiro and Zex, who are fighting inside this piece of Libra now. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the combat just continues to be fucking stellar. They really did put the budget into this. Yeah, uh, Hero's telling Miliardo that his actions are meaningless. Like, the colonies have renounced violence. The Earth has surrendered. Like, what are you fighting for at this point? Yeah. Uh, they charge. Hero cuts Epion's arm off, and it's, it's the arm that has, like, the heat whip on it. He literally disarms him, and it's, ah, it's That's so, happened so many times. It's so fucking good, though. Oh, God. Um, I think... Uh, it's oh yeah yeah Miliard is like kill me now and yeah he said like, no, he said why it'd make didn't my you crush sad oh. exactly ooh <laughs> ooh so because Relina would be sad <laughs> shut yeah. the fuck up you know whatever I uh, radios him telling about the power source because like you know if if yes. they can destroy the power source it won't be as bad if uh, so he goes to find critical, it critical we might be able to stop this thing. Yeah, uh, Magranax show up here, and they're helping destroy the Leaper block. Everyone's just, like, just causing as much mayhem as they can inside to, like, break it apart yeah. from the inside out. What if, what if instead of a bunch of, like, Zakus and Giradoga and, like, GMs trying to stop an asteroid by using their thrusters, what if they just kept shooting at it instead? <laughs> Theoretically, that would work better. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, get it into small enough parts, they'll most would burn up and um, wouldn't be a nuclear winner. I believe this is uh Hiro takes off to get to the core first. And yes. he gets there and he says there's only one thing powerful enough to destroy this core. 
Self-detonation. I'm going to do my signature move. <laughs> yeah, that's Hiroyui's signature move, for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, he gets interrupted when Zex shows up in the Epion and tries to stop him. And with the Epion's advanced beam saber, he stabs the core. And uh, it starts to go critical. And Zex is like, leave me. I, I want to die. I want to die here. I want to die right now. Uh, like he, as he flies in, he, he reveals that there is indeed a third reason, or a, like a third criteria for peace—a strong heart that can empathize with people. Yeah. And he tells heroes, "Like you need to live on. You're young. I need to die here. Die a death of the warrior. You still have a future ahead of you. I don't." Even though Miliardo's like what, like eight years older than Hero at most, maybe not much. Yeah, not much. Um, and Hero's like trying to use Zero to find a way out. Wufei's up with a buster rifle. Yeah, he just like... Hiro says the like, line. Yeah, he punches through a <laughs> hole in the wall, hands him the buster rifle, and Hiro looks in the camera and says, mission accepted. It's God. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, everyone manages to leave Libra, uh, the, the piece of Libra. Hiro flies ahead of it, and he, like, from MO2... People are watching as he's like burning up on re-entry. And Lady Un's like, remember, they've like come into and out of the atmosphere before. He'll probably be fine. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a big Hiro's, probably. Hiro's speeding ahead of this thing and chunks of Wing Zero are like actually coming off. And he tries yeah. to he tries to turn around. I mean, it makes sense because like when you're in bird mode you have that aerodynamicness to you but he's like flying backwards in gundam mode so yeah he doesn't really have as many flow lines for the air but he's aiming and he can't you know it's really shaky he's moving himself around he's like i will i will survive and fucking direct hit on libra as it blows up in the sky and his gundams engulf on the explosion for once and then we get an amv (laughs) for once in his entire life he chooses to live yeah and it, it's Julia's trick because just communication starts playing. Hell it's yeah. It's so good. It's, it's, I, I, I hear it and I was like, oh, I see what's going on here. <laughs> um, and I, I think Katra, as Hero triumphantly flies out from the explosion in bird mode, Katra's like, I finally get it. Hero himself is the heart of outer space. What yeah. does that fucking mean? Hey, there's never an explanation for it. What did I tell you? <sighs> uh, um, but he says, mission complete. Yeah, and then the it's narrator nice. narrator pops in. He says the year is after Colony 195. The colonies have effectively made peace with the Earth United Earth Sphere. It's so nice. It's like, sure, peace happened, I suppose. A new Earth Sphere United Nations is formed. We get a shot of Noin and Dorothy going to the twin graves of Miliardo and Trays. And Dorothy asks her, hey, how come you never pay your respects to Miliardo's grave? And Noin's like... It's because I know somewhere out there he's still alive. Watch Gundam Wing Endless Walls. <laughs> yeah. And then we get uh, on the colonies, Relina, who is going by the last name Dorlin, is yeah. like, she's got kind of a changed up hairstyle. She's wearing a girl boss suit and um, she's like on her way to a spaceport and someone stops her and they're like, ah, like, do you have to be leaving so soon? And she's like, yes, I do. And the guy's like, well, we were hoping to celebrate your birthday with you here. And she's like, sorry, I must go. <laughs> and she yep. gets to the spaceport and boards a plane. And like 
someone who is on the plane, like cleaning or whatever, bumps into her. <laughs> a hero shaped attendant. <laughs> exactly. Uh, bumps into her and she goes to her assigned seat and sees a little teddy bear with a postcard. And uh, she looks out the window and she like realized, oh, that was Hiro, calls out to him, holds up the card from Hiro and rips it up in front of his fucking face. I'm so mad this got me. This was so fucking good. It was it kind of so mad. And I, I'm furious about it. <laughs> she specifically says, next time, bring it to me face to face. I think if Relina said, I'll kill you to Hero, that would have redeemed the entire series in my eyes. <laughs> the fullest of circles we would have gone. <laughs> that yeah. would have been the fucking funniest possible ending. And It's uh, just like... Yeah, that's, I... That's I, love wing. I love it so fucking much. And we see Relina with the teddy bear, which is, you know, we've seen that with Just Communication dozens of times. And mm-hmm. it, it's it's not a lot of closure. Uh, no. I, I genuinely don't think it's, it's like enough of a wrap up or closure. Like, we don't need an episode 50 for that closure, but like, we needed no, some of this stuff to pacing. be paced out a lot better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, hopefully Endless Waltz will be that closure i don't know time will tell um great (laughs) from what i've heard in the discord this this is a thing right i'll talk more on this in the entire series wrap up i'm just mainly mad that they did char's counterattack and the ending wasn't a char's counterattack ending it was like oh by the way everyone who mattered survived and everything's happy yay this is like you didn't earn this no that's that's part of it i think like gundam wing's biggest fault is uh Partway through, you realize it's a shonen anime, not a real robot yes. series. Yes, yeah, 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 absolutely. And then they tried to pivot in the last five episodes to being mm-hmm. the most serious real robot series by literally copying their own homework, uh, and it it falls yeah. apart. Um, but it, I do it, need to say true. there is a final Operation Meteor count of one for these four episodes. We fucking did it, gamers. We did it. We got I'm there. So proud of us. Wow. And it's like, we're not done. We ha- Yeah, again, we have a whole movie to watch next mm-hmm. week. So it's like, there's more to sort of discuss and discover. But um, since that episode will be a sort of special occasion, we won't really be doing a uh, post-episode bit for that. So for this, and again, I don't want to like just kind of brush off that we ended the series. But again, we have an entire episode devoted to discussing it. Um, let's cleanse our palate before we close. With probably the biggest fucking Beyond Toon World I'll ever do. Oh, God. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon So last week we did the wonderful Brian Drummond, voice of Miliardo Peacecraft. Yeah, so hiccups here and there, but... (laughs) How about, let's talk about Takahito Koyasu, the voice of Miliardo Peacecraft. (laughs) This motherfucker <laughs> he he is one of those people who never leaves the top 10 of behind the voice actors.com like several times i've checked and he's been number one like he, he he's like one of the best to ever fucking do it he has one of the most recognizable voices you'll ever hear he is so good at what he does and there's a lot of roles uh first he was born may 5th 1976 in yokohama japan He's been active since 1988. So when he was what? 12. Uh that's not right. 1967, not 76. <laughs> okay. Uh so so he's been active since he was 21. He was 21. That's yeah. right. <clears throat> um his hobby is writing novels and playing video games and supposedly he has played 
every single game that he's done a role for. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Which is fucking incredible. I can't believe Milliardo's a gamer. Um, shit. There's so many fucking things. This, this is just like, I'm just going to rattle these fuckers off. Uh, earliest roles. I don't know what his very first role is, but his earliest notable role, 1989, Ranma 1 half was Daisuke. Mm. Um, <coughs> excuse me. 1990, the Japanese dub of Moomin. He was fucking Snufkin. Oh, yes. okay. Um, yeah, that's, that, that's him. Um, 1991, Gundam F91. He was Dwight Camry. I prefer Dwight Accord. Um... <laughs> Yo, thank you. Pause for pause for humor. Pause for studio laugh. Please insert canned um, laughter. Yeah. <laughs> please insert cans laughter. Um, 1992, Tech Command Blade. He was Tech Command Evil. Uh, hey Jay, this one's for you. 1992, Yu Yu Hakusho. He was both Sakamoto and Kido Asato. Hell yeah. Uh, 1993, Victory Gundam, Leole Sabat. 1994, G Gundam, Dr. Bellyman. Yeah, wow. Dr. Bellyman. from Neo Sweden. <laughs> 1994, Macross 7, he was Gamlin Kizaki. 1995, oh, and uh, to note, I'm reading like the first instance of a role. In almost all of these, he has reprised this role for every future series and game. Yeah. So this list is far more than like 70-ish roles. It's like several hundred, but regardless. Um, 1995, Slayers, he was Rezo the Red Priest. 1995, Neon Genesis Evangelion, he was oh. Shigeru Alba, who was the long-haired uh, bridge crew member guy who's yeah, in all the yeah. movies and shows. Nice. Um, of course, 1995 Gundam Wings X Marquise. What? Um, what? Spoilers. <laughs> big surprise. Uh, in 1996, Fire Emblem anime, he was Navarre. He was a badass fucking swordsman. Um, and he would be Navarre, even like in modern day Fire Emblem on the mobile game, he voices Navarre. So it's crazy that like <laughs> he's been the guy. 1997, Pokemon, he was Butch, as in half of Butch and Cassidy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, 1997, Revolutionary Girl Utena, he was Toga Kiryu. 1997, King of Fighters 97, and every fucking King of Fighters game since, he is Shingo Yabuki. Okay. In 1997, Transformers Beast Wars, he's Optimus fucking Primal. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know this game slash anime, but it shows up a lot. 1997 Eve Burst Error. He's Kojiro Amagi. This, this guy for like fucking 10 different roles. <laughs> um, in 1998, Initial D, he's Ryosuke Takahashi, who's the main character's older brother. That's Initial D's big bro. <laughs> <laughs> Initial D Takahashi. <laughs> uh, in 1998, Sakura, Sakura Wars 2 and all the future Sakura Wars games. He's Yuichi Kayama. 1999, Turn A Gundam. He's Jim Gingham, who I believe is the main villain. Yeah, yep. Um, in 1992, Persona 2, Original Sin, and Eternal Punishment, he is Tatsuya Soyu, Sowu, who's the main character of the first game, but not the second. In 1999, One Piece, and every One Piece media property since, he is Aokiji slash Kuzan. <sighs> We're finally in the year 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters. He's Pandora, the crazy fucking clown from Battle City who tried to cut Yugi's legs off with a buzzsaw. Fuck yes. Did Yugi deserve 2000? it? Yes. Uh, no, Yugi's a nice boy. Yeah, Yugi usually deserves when bad things happen to him. Hell yeah. <laughs> Famous terrible person of Yugi Moto. Uh, in 2000, Inuyasha, he was Gaten Maru. Yeah, he was. <laughs> uh, 2001, Helsing, he was Luca Valentine. 2002, Xenosaga, and the other two Xenosaga games, he was Tony. In 2002's Gundam Seed and all the other future Gundam Seed series, he's Mula Flaga. Yeah. Um, 
2002 Guilty Gear XX, he was Eddie, and he is Eddie in all the Guilty Gears, including 2021's Guilty Gear Strive. In 2003, New Fist of the North Star, he was Kenshiro, you know, the North Star guy. Yeah, the fist um, of the named Mo- this North This one kind of fucked, yeah, they call him the fist. <laughs> this one kind of fucked me up. In 2003, Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo, he was bo 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 He was bo 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 That's X. Um, Fuck. In 2004's Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, he's Takuma Sayo, my my little meow meow. <laughs> he's the main villain of season two, who's the most fucking lunatic character I've ever seen in an anime. Yeah, Sartorius, the regularly named character. Who's 17 years old. Who's 17 years <laughs> um, old, just like Milliardo Peacecraft. <laughs> yeah! In um, 2004's Dragon Quest VIII, he's Duel Magus, who's the main uh, villain, uh, 2005 Kingdom Hearts 2 and all the future Kingdom Hearts games that sit, are set in Twilight Town? He's Sefer Almasy. Uh, what a lamer. That's a line <laughs> from that game. In 2006 is Oron Host Club and all the future Oron properties. He's Ronka Fujioka. 2006 is Gintama and all the future Gintama properties. He's Shinsuke Takasugi. In 2006 and Goku Basara 2, he's Saratobi Sasuke and all the other future ones of that. Shit, there's so many more roles. 2008 Soul Eater, he's Excalibur. 2011 Hunter Hunter, wait, he's Dalzalenze. Hang, hang on, I need you. Yeah, to he's back exca- up. he's a little guy. He's Excalibur. He's ex- he's Excalibur. Oh my god. Okay, isn't that funny? What was what was the Hunter Hunter one? Uh, Dalzalen. Okay. Dalzalene. Okay. Mm. In 2012's Fire Emblem Awakening, he was both Long Ku and Validar, and would continue to voice those characters in all the future. Uh, I mean, mostly just Long Ku. And Validar in Heroes and Longku and uh, Fe Sharp, whatever the fuck. Um, in 2021, sorry, let me take that again. In 2012, anime JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Phantom Blood, he was Dio Brando. Very nice. So that's that's that, that's kind of the one. That's kind of the one for me. Um, it's him, Kono Dio. He's Dio. <laughs> Kono Dio da. Um, 2021, Bravely Default and Bravely Second later. Uh, he's Bravely. There's a character called Bravely and Bravely Default. Don't fucking Jesus worry about Christ. it. I hate it. Um, in 2013's My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. He's Prince Blue Blood. Um, 2014, <laughs> Grand Blue Fantasy. He is Lucius. Yeah. Uh, sure, whatever. 2014, Marvel Disc Wars of the Avengers. He's Deadpool. Okay. Yes. He's Deadpool yes, and a lot of is. other future animated ones, which is so fucking good. Yeah. My mouth is so dry from talking about this, and I'm all out of pineapple bubbly. So they're very sad. Um, in 2014's Bayonetta 2, he's young Balder, who is Bayonetta's dad that gets sent back in time. It's complicated. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, in 2015's The Tales of Zestiria, he is Lunar and Jade Curtis and shows up in future Tales properties. 2015 Transformers Robots in Disguise, he's Ratchet. Uh, 2015 Fire Emblem Fates, he's Niles, who I think is... Maybe the first gay Fire Emblem character? Okay. I think. I know he's like the only gay character in that game. Um, Maybe he's bi? The point is, I remember he, there's a lot of discussion around him when that game came out. Because we were like, wow, Fire Emblem's trying to get progressive. They're not good at it, but they tried. Um, (laughs) 2015's Fate Grand Order. He's Caster slash Hans Christian Andersen. Whenever I remember that Fate does that, it always kind (laughs) of knocks me on my ass a little bit. Yep. I... 2016's ReZero and all the future ReZero things. He's Roswell L. Mathers, Eminem's okay. brother. <laughs> um, in you. 2017's Lego Batman movie, he is Jonker. 
He's the junk. He's the jokester. <laughs> He's the one and only. Uh, in 2017, Yakuza Kiwami 2, he is Kei Ibuchi. In 2018's kick-ass fucking movie, Batman Ninja, he's Gorilla Grodd. Hell I still need to see that. Yes. Oh my god, Julia, it's so fucking it good. It is so I know we were good. hyped about it initially, and then I just like kind of forgot it existed. I remember I went over to Austin's place one time, we watched it at like 3 a.m. It was so good. Um, <laughs> 2018, Baki, he's Doyle. Uh, 2018, Super Dragon Ball Heroes, he's Hearts, who's like a villain whatever uh 2018 dragalia lost is mordecai and moisayati whatever those characters <laughs> exist i'm just reading shit i'm I almost done written We're almost all done. of these down and you're like eh, fuck it it's for the gamers it's for people who know yeah. i know you played dragalia for I a know. while um 2019 Kimetsu no Yaiba Demon Slayer he's the hand demon 2019 Transformers Cyberverse he's Optimus Prime that's the main guy um <laughs> 2019's Fieri Emblem three of them he is Setef normal character there oh my god um 2020's Doro Hey Doro he's a character called Melting Sorcerer which is very funny to me <laughs> in 2020 brand new animal he's Boris in 2021 Skate the Infinity he's Adam I hear that's a good show it is a good show um 2021 cookie run kingdom he's ninja cookie fuck yeah dude whatever thank god 2021's pokemon evolutions he's Getsis. he's n's dad oh hell um, yeah and he even he, he's so prolific he has roles in 2022 in the upcoming triangle strategy as maxwell trier i cannot um, wait for that goddamn game that game looks so fucking sick more hd 2d games please, please. um and finally, to close off this road roller of a Beyond Toon world, I like to read off the English dubbing roles because that's where I think the most batshit uh, roles lie. He dubbed over Taika Waititi as Antoine in Free Guy, award-winning Ryan Reynolds movie. Oh, my God. He dubbed over Mark Strong as Thaddeus Savannah in Shazam movie. Oh, my God. He dubbed over Patrick Stewart as the poop emoji in the emoji no. movie. He dubbed over noted cult leader Jared Leto as Jonker in the Justice League movie. (laughs) And finally, beloved Japanese treasure Takahito Koyasu dubbed over Freddie Prinze Jr. as Fred Jones in the Scooby-Doo movies. Oh my god. That's the best one. That's the best one. Absolutely incredible. (laughs) I cannot... I cannot thank Takahito Koyasu enough for the light he's brought into this world. God, <laughs> that's phenomenal. And that's the longest Beyond Tunnel I ever want to do. I am applauding very quietly, but I'm applauding. I'm saluting with <laughs> all two of my hands. All two of them. I'm proud of you. <laughs> if only I, if I had a third hand, I would be using it to salute Takahito Koyasu because he's Fred Jones from History Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> I think Coolsville sucks. <laughs> I think Coolsville sucks. <laughs> Can we end this episode now? Absolutely. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I'll I'll kick us off. Uh, okay. I have been Jared or Jay, and it has been just an honor to cover the entirety of the show of Gundam Wing. Um, glad I'll be around for at least two more episodes, but very glad to have been here. And uh, if you want to interact with me, you can find me at Pagliacci Proto J on Twitter, and uh, I'll let someone else talk about the Discord in just a moment. I've been Julia. Uh, this show has been a roller coaster of emotions, but like Jay said, uh, so I've still got two more. But it, it's been really nice hanging out with y'all. 
Um, you can find me mostly on Twitter at the Crown Jewels. Now it's my turn for my voice to crack. Um, that's J U L E S with two underscores. And then uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, we are at Wow Cool Podcast. Um, and the Discord is linked within that. And I'm in Max. <clears throat> oh God, my mouth is dry. I think we're all dying. Uh, yeah, we did. I I didn't make it out of Libra in time. <laughs> Hero got me. <laughs> um. You can find me on Twitter at Maxi Bajillion. I have a lot of podcasts I don't care to link right now. Um, they're in the description. Although, do send in uh, fan mail, questions, whatever, to nevermindthetrollocks at gmail.com. Because at the end of January, we're going to be doing our final episode of Nevermind the Trollocs, which is a Jeff Bezos Amazon Wheel of Time podcast. Uh, last one's going to be a mailbag. It's going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Welcome cool podcast on Twitter. Julia mentioned the uh, Discord. And it's my turn. It's your turn, Max. Uh, so I have a question. <gasps> Max, what is yes. your robot of the week? Android 18 from Dragon Ball Z because look at her. Wow. Solid. Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I've i been playing a lot of fucking Kakarot over the weekend. I think she's nice. Yeah, so does Krillin. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I just, all, all the Androids are fucking sick as hell. I like the Frankenstein one. 16's cool when he got his head stomped by Cell. 21 is a lot. I've seen more than I care to have from the internet from her. Um, <laughs> here, Toriyama. Come on, man. <laughs> Thanks, Imagine internet. going online. I go- Look, when I Googled, I tried to Google Trey's Wufei Gundam. You, you fucked up real bad. F- <laughs> one of, like, the fifth result down was fucking AO3. There are, what was it, like 136 <laughs> fix of Trey's and Wufei, which is about 136 more than I want there to be. But, again, <laughs> that's how the internet works. Um, hey, see y'all next week for Endless Waltz when we're nearly free of the curse of this show. We're so it's close. fun to talk about. It's fun to talk about, but goddamn, watching it is a different thing altogether. I'm I'm so excited <laughs> um, for Endless Waltz. I can't stop saying it. I am as well. That's that's the one thing I have never seen from this show. Like the end of this show is like mostly foreign to me, but that's because I'm pretty sure I was just like not paying a ton of attention by the end of it mm-hmm. it loses you. Um, yeah i know for a fact i've never seen this movie so excellent fuck yeah can't wait um well as we always say in the words of the ninety-nine thousand eight hundred and twenty-two soldiers that lost their lives fighting for trace kushernada war is bad wow cool ribbit <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> Catch you next time. See you on the dance floor. Coming out with us again. We're really good at podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>